Welcome to Strength in the Numbers. My name is Andrew Codd, accountant, author, and commercial finance entrepreneur. And it's my job each week to bring you leaders in finance and business and deconstruct with them their real stories, insights, and hard-won lessons into practical advice on the key strengths and qualities you need to remain relevant in accounting and finance today, as well as the steps you can begin to take to elevate the impact you make to have a fun, successful, and rewarding career in accounting and finance. Now let's go over to the show. Hi everyone, and welcome to a rather special edition of Strength in the Numbers. Now believe it or not, we've made it to 150 episodes and have had an audience in 145 countries so far. And I just want to say a big thanks to our audience, but also our guest mentors who donate their time for free to come on and share their hard-won lessons and experiences with our audience. So we perhaps have a easier journey of it as we figure out our path through finance and try and become more influential and uh, be involved in solving those meaningful problems for our organizations where we can make the most impact and also get the most uh, fun experiences throughout our career and what a better way to honor our guest mentors than by sharing the advice of their mentors so what we've done is compiled from 12 of our guest mentors the best bits of advice they've ever received from their mentors and share those with you and there's some real cracking bits in there you know there's not many places where you get a combined decades and maybe even centuries worth of experience all in the space of the next 25 30 minutes so hope you really enjoyed as much as we did putting it together and just like our mentors do if you find something useful and it works for you please share it with others so that they can benefit from it too and again really thank you for investing your time with us today so without further ado over to the show the opportunity is ours to seize it. And so if that is a goal of, of yours, um, and it certainly is of mine, um, make it known, you know, tell as many people as you can that, Hey, Definitely. look, I do want to serve on a board, whether it's a nonprofit or, you know, if you, if you want to be a paid board member. Um, and if it's, if it is your goal to be in the C-suite, be clear about what it is that you want and what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't, it shouldn't be a secret, right? Because no, the more people be. that know about your goals and aspirations, uh, if something comes down the pike, then you'll be top of mind for them to reach out to, right? So, um, yeah, building your brand and, and really putting, putting it out there. My father uh, gave me one piece of advice. He says, don't be afraid to try anything, even just once. <laughs> and, um, you know, he, he was referring to, um, uh, you know, a few other life, uh, non-business related. Non-business, matters. yes. But, um, but, 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 but ultimately, you know, I have applied that in everything that I do. You know, um, you know, people will say things about certain things that don't work. You know, you, you have to try. You have to try just yep. because other people have failed at it. Um, and sometimes if it's really something that, that, that you want to do and you fail the first time, maybe you have to try harder. So I think, you know, um, you know so the first one is try the first time. If it's something you're really passionate about, you, you have to try again. You're not, you're not always going to get it the first time. But I think, you know, um, you know, financial modeling skills, when I first built my first model, it, you know, it was, it was hard. 
and I had to constantly go at it um, time and time again. Fortunately, that was my job. Fortunately, the investment bank was paying me to build a three-way model. So I think that's the challenge for finance. You know, no one's going to give you, you know, um, weeks on end to build their model because you've got a whole lot of other things to do. So I think, you know, um, you know, one of the things is is try just just give it a go, um, and I think that's that's really helpful. I would say it's to develop my um, emotional intelligence. Yeah. You know, I, I, I once worked with a manager who told me, like, look, the only way you can ad- advance professionally and do that fast is if you learn how to work with people. And I found that to be very true. You know, you could be ambitious, you can think, you can push, but nobody by themselves can. You, I, I, I strongly believe that you cannot achieve your full potential in isolation, you need to be able to work with people. You need to be able to collaborate and learn to understand people. And the only way you can build that is by developing your emotional intelligence. You have to be able to read people, know how to work with them, know how to bring out the best in them. And sometimes as you do that, you become a better person yourself and then you're also able to you know, become the best that you can you know, be. And on your, your journey developing that sort of skills, emotional intelligence, I suppose, what if other people were to follow that type of journey, like what what's something they could practically work on to, to get going? I'll go back to something I said earlier, um, Andrew, which is just to listen to people. Like yeah. really listen. Yeah, that, that's a skill that I see that we can never master, right? Sometimes you feel that, oh, I'm a good listener, but you have to keep asking yourself, am I really listening? Am I practicing good communication skill. You have to build yourself up in that. So many years ago, and, uh, you know, it was, just, it was just many years ago. I'm not going to go into how old I am. And, <laughs> and um, I remember, you know, the derivatives were a big issue. And, and we learned, and there, there were things called, you know, mortgage-backed securities and REMEX, real estate mortgage investment conduits, and a variety of different structures. Uh, financial structures that were being created. And I'm like, well, this is just fascinating. So I, I started to learn more about it and, uh, you know, bought a textbook on it, put it on my desk, started reading about my spare time, started talking to people about it. I mean, I think I did a couple of presentations on it. And what I found is that, you know, that's, that's, where, the, that's where the gunfire was going, right? That's where all the, the hot stuff, the stock options or the litigation or whatever in my industry was going on. And what I found is that people gravitated toward me as an expert. Now, I, I didn't consider myself as an expert by any means. But they started coming to me with questions, and um, and, and I started to, to want to answer them. And I, I love solving problems. I'm like, I don't know. Let me figure this out. And, and it grew from there to you know writing for the Journal of Accountancy, a big publication, CPA Journal, a variety of other things on this topic, where I actually became one of the leading experts in the accounting analysis of complex securities, and was called upon not only in my firm but externally to you know pontificate uh, and write write reports and so on on this. What I mean by run toward the gunfire is I learned to like, okay, do it's another way of saying is zig when someone else zags or, you know, um, do what nobody else wants to do. And they're all saying the same thing. And, you know, it's not saying, you know, you see a guy picking up dog poop, that seems like a great professional to go into it because nobody else wants to do it. But there's obviously opportunities where, where things are hard. And, you know, just by taking a little bit of time, a little bit of interest, you know, you can help yourself just in prof- personally and professionally by running toward that and learning about it and, and going and being part of that. Um, and, and I think that was some great advice that, uh, that I received and, and that I learned and I, I received it from my father, but I didn't believe him because, you know, 
what do my parents know right oh uh, yeah they, they were right about a lot of things andrew a lot yeah, of things I yeah um, i know like i'm not yeah i'm for i for yeah unfortunately we don't tend yeah. to see these things at the time but but in hindsight yes yeah. definitely i i couldn't agree more and, and, <laughs> and the second thing i just want to say too there is communication i talked about communication before but um you know in advice my advice that was given to me is break things down into usable chunks so let me, let me put this another way. So everything that is complex must start out simple. It, it has to. There is no other way to get there. If you look at the human body, it is probably one of the most complex machines in existence. Um, you know, I didn't create it. Obviously, you know, it's been created. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at our core, okay, 99% of the mass of the human body is made up of six elements. Oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium, and phosphorus. Okay, 99% of it is made up of those six elements. And, you know, the, those are elements that are, you know, there's nothing, you can't break those down anymore, right? So is yeah. the human body easy? No. <laughs> we have not even come close to that. We are not close to it. But it is simple to understand. And, and it's kind of like using Google. People, when I was the CFO of a digital marketing agency, um, people are like, well, I understand why is Google so hard? Google makes it, it works really hard to make it simple. It's just not easy. The algorithm behind it to get you the 50 million pages of which they show you 10 on first page, which is most likely for you to, to be relevant to what you're looking for, is immensely hard, but it's so simple to use. And we use our bodies in the same way, right? It's so simple. We use it every day, but it's really created by six elements. By taking things and breaking them down into smaller chunks and, and understanding the simplicity within the complex in, the, in your communication, and then what we talked about before is building the story around it, that is some great advice. Look for the simplicity in the complex and communicate it effectively. And I, think, I think everyone should look to do that. You know, I've had great mentors in my in my career. The best advice that I have received is, you know, take a moment and step back. Sometimes, you know, we are we are so uh, we are so in love with what we do, especially some of us <laughs> who love numbers, um, and uh, we we just want to go ahead and dive into the analytics and dive into, you know, I want to go and present this thing and this is, you know, and, and do this. But sometimes uh, the the advice that I've received is take a moment and step back, step back take a look at the bigger picture and really try to understand what are you trying to do before you delve into things and, hey, I'm going to request this person to get me 10 years worth of data of this, 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 all, all of this stuff. And, and I'm going to do this kind of analysis. But if you take a moment to step back and really figure out what are you trying to do, it, it helps to really narrow down and focus what you're trying to do. And, 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 you know, help you to understand whether I really need to do this at, uh, you know, at the level that I'm doing or do I, can, I, can I do it at very quickly, just prove it out before I request the 20 year worth of data that you need to do it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that okay, is that advice that I have say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we're yeah. very good. Yeah. We're like, let's get the twenty-year worth of data, and we're going to get amazing analysis out of this. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you want to lose friends and alien alienate people, ask for more, more, and more data when uh, when less could be done. So yeah, great advice. <laughs> and you know, the second one on top of that is actually the same. In the same note, was saying doing back of the envelope. Um, you know, calculations. Yeah. Always, yeah. always be ready because people are going to challenge your analysis. Is 
you know, when you're putting that story together, do a back of the envelope analysis check whether this makes sense or not. Is this making sense? Yeah. Because yeah, if, if exactly. it's not, then they're going to quickly poke, poke holes in your analysis and that's it. Uh, first, uh, uh, try always to work uh, with uh, great people. This is very important. Um, select, uh, if possible, or influence, or try to go with a good boss, <laughs> but also with good team, with good uh, players. Don't don't be, the, let's say, don't be afraid of uh, uh, having strong uh, peers. Uh, so don't be afraid of internal, okay. of internal competition, because it's much it's much much better to to play uh, with with uh, with a strong with a strong uh, team than to be the strongest in, in, a, in a medium uh, team. So my opinion is better to be, let's say, the, 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 the weakest in a stronger team than the strongest in the weakest team. We, we can debate about it. We can debate yeah. about it. <laughs> maybe I'm slightly over, over saying. And then the other uh, really that um, is, uh, I use this, it looks like an Americanism to a certain extent, but we have to learn, especially in in Europe, uh, in our culture, enjoy the game. So enjoy what you do. Really, uh, we are all professionals. We are very well prepared. We have to really enjoy our uh, daily activities, our meetings, our our what uh, what we do because it's a way to be also more relaxed and to appreciate and to appreciate what uh, what you are you are you are doing. Don't take yourself so goddamn seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best piece of advice I've ever been given. <laughs> and it, it serves you well when you realize actually you can have a little bit of fun and you don't have to be so serious and you show up with more playfulness in what you do. You lift the energy of the environment of the people you're with. Uh, you're more fun to be around. People are drawn to your energy because you're sending out this signal of, hey, come and talk to me because I'm, I'm approachable, I'm friendly, I'm interested, and I'm not so wedded to my computer that I'm looking yeah. like I don't want to be disturbed. So that was definitely the best piece of advice I got because um, I did take myself incredibly seriously at the early part of my career. And I found my success in my career uh, was exponential once I allowed myself to relax and have some fun because we spend a lot of time at work with the people we work with. And there's plenty of times in our lives when things are, you know, tough that require us to be serious, but we don't have to be serious in order to be successful all the time. So I'd <laughs> encourage not to take yourself so seriously and, and, and be a bit more playful in how you show up. <laughs> I don't know how I stumbled on it, but it's, um, I started at probably 36 years old. I asked my granddad, you know, what advice he would give his 36 year old self. And he said to me, you can gain everything in the world, Nigel, but if you lose your health, it was all for nothing. And I think that was the, the best part of it, right? Um, the best part of it for me. Uh, and it's something that, that spurred kind of even us having this conversation today. That's such a simple advice. Sometimes you just need to hear things like that. Yeah, you know? it floored me, right? And I've asked so many people, yeah. uh, like I, I, I asked <laughs> so many people that question. I like if you sit down to meet me. I mean, I, 
I'm I'm here in Jakarta and I'm in the hotel and I was riding with the general manager last uh, maybe a month and a half ago and I was asking him the same question while we were riding so <laughs> riding here in Jakarta which a lot of people won't believe is possible but it's so simple right <laughs> there's nothing new under the sun it's just kind of how it it finally hits home for you but that's the best part man if you you can gain everything and if you lose your health it's it's for nothing. There we go. You know, like in a, in a profession where a lot of the time we spend sitting down, you know, it's, like, oh, yeah. it's so important. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And no more lunches at desks as well. Right. That's a, <laughs> well, try and cut that out. But, but, but the thing about it is, is that uh, one of the guys has said, you treat lunch as your, your midday vacation. Right. And mm-hmm. my teams, we actually talked about it. We would ha- sit and have lunch together. Even was just a break because it drives productivity in the afternoon. Right. Like, you know, the, the people who sit at their desk and think like, if I don't take a break, I'm going to be just more productive. And with all the distractions that we have, it's just it, you just it just feeds on itself. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 uh, the way I call it is your 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 vacation in the middle of the day lunch. Um, I can remember it was, uh, I think, my first German boss that I had. And he said, you know, set up your own vision of where you want to go. And I think at the time, um we were talking about other people complaining consistently and and he was like you know just set your own vision of where you want to go and then take the steps to get there put your head down and and do the work and and that's kind of always what i've done i've set my vision of what it is that i want to achieve you know at the early days it was that cfo position and then it was cfo of a national sales company reaching that top 300 and um, it's always served me very well to go for like a goal in mind um, and quite an audacious goal and then just just move there and the pieces kind of fall in place on the way there the best advice that i ever received in life was you know uh, from a finance perspective was you know go and work in the field right watch mm-hmm. what happens yeah. then only you know you'll be able to go be a so for example i learned that in uh well in, in my first job i was we were short of staff so badly that we were like 30 40 percent understaffed that everyone was <laughs> caught in, in, the, in the op in the opening phase right it's like that like the scale-up had not happened but everyone was called upon to do everything but mm-hmm. in that aspect learning every aspect of the business right really helped be you know you knew everything that was going on right and you could make decisions accordingly similarly in in when we went to Musk, one of my bosses gave me a really good advice he said you know what forget about everything else when you join